Welcome to season two of Mike's Perspective. I'm your host, Mike. And I'm your co-host, Shay. And our guest for the first episode of season two is, she's back again, my wife, Diana Sanchez. Hey, hey. So, so, let's talk about what everybody's been talking about um, for the past few weeks. Let's talk about entanglement. (laughs) 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 So, August, Alcina basically put on blast his relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith. So, Will and Jada were separated during this time. And during her segment on Red Table Talk, I believe. So, she pretty much talked about how they had an entanglement. So, I I had to look up what entanglement (laughs) means. So this is the definition when I searched it on Google. Entanglement means a complicated or compromising relationship or situation. So she wasn't lying what she was talking about. <laughs> it actually was exactly the entanglement, but basically she had a relationship with another man while she was still married. Now, this is what pissed me off about the whole thing. So, so what pissed me off about the whole entanglement situation was that August decided to air the dirty laundry out now when it happened a few years ago. That really pisses me off because to me that is some real bitch shit for him to do. (laughs) So, and I know I'm not the only one who feel that way because I was listening to people on um, social media and they said the same thing. But now, (laughs) was the kicker about the whole thing um, August decides to make a song called Entanglement. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> which is which is that. really crazy. Um, <laughs> Shay, we spoke about this. Like, go ahead. Like, <laughs> oh, I was so mad, and I knew it because I'm like, yo, something is up. Because all of a sudden, you come out of nowhere, and you're you're gonna say that you had a relationship with her. First of all, you should have kept that private. I felt like that was real whack on his part to like come out and say something like that. Especially that this is a woman that she's married and she has children. Like, yeah, you did what you did with her, but I felt like that was like something that a girl would do. Like he did it for attention. But and I knew he had a motive because shortly after the shade room posted that homeboy got a uh, his song is coming out. Mm-hmm. His entanglement song. Yep. But you know it's interesting. First of all, I never I had never heard of the word entanglement. What I would call those type of situations is a situationship. <laughs> um and we've probably all been through it somehow, some way. We've all been a situationship before. So for me, I was like a little empathetic for him too because I felt like it was the, both of their responsibilities to agree on what that entanglement was and how they were going to deal with it. And not always do you agree on how to deal with this. So he was probably going years, you know, feeling like, why well, I have to be the one that's, in, you know, silenced yeah why do i have to be silenced like we this is something that you and i shared and because i'm the third wheel because you and will are more famous than i am or because you guys are more like you know the perfect family than i am what i experienced has to be on the hush yeah it's kind of like feeling like that you know not for nothing but like you said it's that that the the side chick right who's always being hidden and is always saying like, when am I finally going to be introduced to everybody as your main chick? Because (laughs) 
you said you was leaving your wife or you said you was doing this and you said you was doing that. Yeah. And it's not fair to them because yeah. they're being misled. Mm-hmm. We don't know if Jada was misleading him or what exactly went on, but what she said was that it was an entanglement. Yeah. He feels different. Yeah. So I think he just had to get it off his chest to move on. I think that was his closure. That was his way of like ending that whole situation because like Jada said that they haven't spoken since then. Yeah. But who knows if he was hurt by that? Mm-hmm. Clearly he was because yeah. otherwise he wouldn't have brought it up. So I think he was just trying to Straight like move shit. on <laughs> in a way, move on, mm-hmm. but he did it in a way to benefit himself too. Oh, of course. So yeah. that, I mean, that's what, that's a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, he is. is younger than her too. So yeah, he probably you know, took it more seriously than yeah, she did. Exactly. He thought it was he probably thought it was love and what they had was real and it was like a lot of side chicks stuff. tend to think. <laughs> well, you know what? So obviously that was his way dealing with the breakup. He was butt hurt because she decided to go back to a real man. Right. Will. Mm-hmm. And I guess that was his closure by out in the relationship out, which is not the best way of doing it. So that brings us to today's topic on episode one of season two. Dealing with breakups and closure. So, I'll put this question out there. Um, what? How did you handle your first breakup? Either you was the one who was breaking up with someone or being broken up with. So, I tell my story. So, when I was broken up with my um by my um ex-girlfriend and she pretty much just told me that you know she wanted to move on and um date other people and also whatever i already saw the writing on the wall but i when you in love you just don't want to believe that this is what it is it's over and I, I, it was hard for me to accept it because also I was dealing with some other medical issues, but I never told her about the medical issue. I wasn't going to use that to try to keep somebody in a relationship. No, yeah. but it was definitely one of those things that it, it was hard for me because I was like, yo, like I never felt that hurt in my life. And that was my first real breakup because that's, this is a person that I love so much. And, you know, and I just like, damn, how do you move on? How how it was hard for me to move on. It took me a literally six months from the breakup to to move on. Now I I will tell you later on how I dealt with it when it came to closure, but it was really hard for me to to move on. I was still, you know, I was I would call her like every other week and stuff like that. Like, yo, is, is, is this still real? So yeah, it, it was difficult. Um, I think handling with relationships, the stages that you go through in your life are more dif- are different. Uh, when you're younger, you know, to you, everything is love, right? Oh, I'm in love with this person and it hurts. It's not until, but most of, and I, and I say this for me because most of my relationships have always, most, for the most part, have been very toxic. So when it has ended, it was for the best. Like it was just, it was like a breath of fresh air. So when it was like, the person's like, oh, it's not working out or vice versa. If I'm like, listen, this is not going to work. It was just so relieving to just be out of that relationship. Cause it's like, I'm glad I'm not dealing with this person. It was exhausting. 
it was so much energy that you were putting in there fighting for something that obviously just wasn't gonna work um and i think like the older you get i think you feel it from i think you feel it a little bit more yeah exactly uh you do, you know what for some reason you know not to just you know I don't want to just say it. You always look like a heartbreaker anyway. So I believe Wait, you was the one that was breaking up with everybody. So <laughs> anybody who's seen Shay, Shay looks like she's the heartbreaker. And I'm actually not. I'm actually the one that I always get my heart broken. And I call Michael like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> no, but I agree. There's different stages of accepting uh, breakups. And no, I... Better yet, there's different ways of understanding breakups. And I think mm-hmm. the older you get, the more you understand how um, relationships are and how you are in relationships and things like that. For me, I, w- I, I think I was more of the opposite. I f- so I, I never really got broken up with at the be- when I started dating like guys. I was always the one breaking up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was always like I would just grow out of like, like, but not like two weeks in or three weeks in. It would be like months down the line. Oh, but wow. then I would always realize like, yo, but this was the same stuff that I saw a little bit of in the beginning. And I just kind of like went with it. Yeah. Like, oh, but like, it'll be fine. And it wasn't anything crazy, but it was just stuff that I'll be like, I don't know if I would be able to get, able to get past it, but like, let's see what happens. Um, but then I guess the the breakup that really like, hit like hard for me was when I was a little bit older mm-hmm. and I was like okay this is more of like this is not a high school relationship this is like a real relationship where this is you know more um young adulthood now yeah. and s- shockingly enough it was a mutual breakup it wasn't like one of those situations where it was like off guard like Mike said it was like the writings were on the wall yeah. we, were, we were both feeling like we were growing detached from each other for different reasons um, I can only speak for myself, but for me, I just felt like I was outgrowing the relationship. I felt like I wanted more um, mature things in life. I, I was ready to like graduate. I was ready to like find my you know career. I was ready to do this and that, and, and I didn't feel like the person was there yet. Okay. And I felt like my partner at the time was just a few steps behind, and, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to have to chuck someone along with me. Yeah. And I also don't like to tell people what to do all the time like i don't feel like i should have to raise a man i always felt like i wanted to be with a man so whenever i got into situations like that it was always like okay now now i'm growing out of this situation that we're in this relationship that we're in because now i'm feeling like i'm pulling you along so it was mutual but um it turned toxic after the 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 mutual breakup which was crazy wow because the whole entire like what was it i don't know like two two and a half years it was fine it was so fine it was the aftermath that became completely toxic like a complete 360 why was it because he couldn't understand or process that you got that you just didn't want to be with him or it wasn't going to work out well it started with he actually moved on first oh okay and i was the one that was shocked and hurt Mm. because we were still kind of in limbo we were still feeling like you know what, we, we, we need a break, but we still love each other, yeah. and we, we're going to find each other at some point. We, we felt that somehow we were going to get back together, or if we didn't, we were going to still remain friends and okay. be there. 
But then out of nowhere, I find out that he's come, like moved on. You and I was what? like, wow. what? And I didn't find out from him, which was the worst part for me because I thought we were friends. Yeah. Like we broke up on mutual terms. You know, we cried together on the phone when we broke up. Like, so I was just so confused. But more than anything, I was, I felt betrayed. Yeah. I felt lied to. I felt like, why couldn't you just tell me the truth? Like, mm-hmm. what was going on? I mean, clearly there was, there's some people who would say, oh, that means he cared, you know, about your feelings that he didn't want to, like, completely, like, lose you because of whatever. But my thing was that we did set our boundaries. Like, we, I remember specifically saying, like, what our boundaries were and just saying, like, okay, well, you know, if you need to go on and move on and do your things with, like, whoever you want go ahead and do that but just know that i'm gonna do the same as well and then so he moved on and then so then i was like okay well then i guess i have no choice but to move on as well yeah but then when he saw that i was moving on he completely lost it Mm. and became psychotic you know what i always say i say that every time you experience a breakup it's not official. It's not official till three months if you're not talking to each other. Oh, I hate that he says that. I I count. do not because at the end of the <laughs> day, okay, count. two weeks. You know, some people be breaking up, or you know, you look at they they um Instagram page, or you look at their Facebook page, and they it says single, and all you know, two <laughs> weeks later, the all those pictures are back up with their spouse. And they was like, I'm so in love and all that stuff. No, it's, it's not an official breakup until you don't talk for three months. That, those okay? Are, those are toxic relationships. No. Those are the relationships you know they break up every two days. I agree. I agree with Mike because I also remember th- this reminded me that at the time, we also didn't make it public that we had split. Oh. And we were a very public figure. So was this like a separation? Did you did you want like just space from this person? It was a separation because we still had love for each other. Okay. But it was a it was a breakup. Okay. But it would but because we still felt that connectedness, but we weren't sure what was going on while mm-hmm. we were pulling apart. Did we need just a break? Did yeah. we not? This was this going to be permanent? We didn't know. We mm-hmm. were legit in limbo. Yeah. Um. So we didn't make it public because. Mm-hmm. Like Mike said, we didn't want to be that couple who says, yeah. oh, we broke up. And then two weeks later, oh, we're back together. And exactly. then two weeks after that, we're like, oh, no, it's, it's over again. So we were like, you know what? Let's not make it public. You know, we're still hurt about us splitting. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like we were outside our own relationship looking in. Because yeah. we knew that there was also people that were going to be hurt by our breakup, too. Because oh. they were like, so like, oh, my God, this, you guys are like the perfect couple or whatever. But, um. At the end of the day, you always learn from a breakup and you start to see, like, the real deal. Yeah. And I'm somebody who's very big on faith. And I always said, like, when things started turning ugly, I said, okay, clearly I wasn't seeing something. Mm-hmm. But faith is trying to show me something. Yeah. This may not be the person that I thought I was supposed to be with in the long run Mm -hmm. because i even thought maybe even five years down the line we might see each other again and we may reconcile right yeah yeah um but that was before all the negativity and all the toxicness happened that was like in the moment when we were like oh my god like you know what we got we just gotta do it we just gotta be apart for a little bit so i definitely got all the signs i needed (laughs) to completely like block this person out of my you know my life and my future and everything like that it took a while to 
get to that point to yeah. completely have this person out of my life because I'm telling you this person became someone that I I I didn't I didn't know this person. I, wow. It's like two complete different people, and people would ask like, "You didn't see any of this signs like before?" And I'm like, "No." And you can ask anyone who was around me that this did not exist until it's like you know in movies how like the guy sees their like the guy's a cheater, right? <laughs> and then but he has a, a wife who is like so faithful, yeah, and like does all the right things, and he doesn't appreciate her, and then they split and she moves on and then it clicks to to the guy like yeah. oh crap like i lost this person that mm-hmm. i'm supposed to be with forever um i think it was that snap that happened like and i wasn't even like dating anyone i was just talking to people and trying to have fun and wow. do the things you're supposed to do when you're single yeah. the things you can't do when you're in a relationship right of course but i don't know it turned ugly and it, it was ugly ugly I have a question. How are you... Okay, because I know that you said after the breakup, you guys had tried to maintain a friendship. Yes. How was that? It started off fine. And it was funny because we started to rekindle... Okay. Some of those old feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, we were we were in a dance company okay. together. So we had to go to practice and things like that. So we, we knew we were going to see each other. We were in the same school. Like, all oh. that stuff was going to happen. Okay. So it was fine until the turmoil hit. Hmm. Until I found out that he was now dating or talking to, to this female, um, which was a shock to me and everybody else. And then after that, you know, I was like, okay, well, then this is it. Yeah. And I think I still tried to maintain the friendship, but I just was clear to him saying, like, look, it's fine. I'm going to be all right. Yeah. But if we're going to have a friendship, then I need complete honesty and respect. And that's something that I didn't get. Mm. Because when I then tried to move on, he did not respect me or what I was trying to do. He was not a friend to me. He was um, just became like some sort of enemy. Wow. Like, like, was angry at me for some reason. And I'm like, what do you have to be angry about? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's what what it was. So I think it could have been a fine friendship, but he couldn't handle it. Mm. He could not handle it. Not one bit. And it's interesting because I've never had a relationship that has ended where I haven't been amicable with the person that I've broken up with. Oh, wow. So even when I've broken up with others in the past, Mm -hmm. we've still been able to be, like, you know, acquaintances or friends. Like, I know you guys have heard in some of the old, you know, podcasts, one of my best friends is somebody that I used to date in high school. Yeah. So this was, like, completely Shout out to my boy, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, yeah. I was just as surprised as everybody else. But at some point, you know, I'm the kind of person who, when I say I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. And if at the time when we decided to part ways, I, you know, I was like, okay, we're, we're breaking up, but we're not done, done. Mm-hmm. I accept that. Yeah. But if you get me to the point where I have to say I am done, mm-hmm. you're, you're never going to have me back. Not oh, as a friend, yeah. not as an acquaintance, not as anything at all. I am done. And I'm going to make sure that you know that. Yeah. So that there is no misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so definitely, well, you know, breakups, 
let me not say like I never broken up with somebody because sometimes I have broken up with um one person, actually two. Two. And they they was friends. That's that's a long conversation that we don't really have to, <laughs> Wait, to have were, this they one. Were friends? Yeah, it's, yeah it, it was definitely oh a gosh. um it was a sticky situation. Um, but was there an it entanglement in there? Was somewhere? no, it, 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 well, I, I guess that could be a entanglement. Um, he was the entanglement situation, <laughs> but no, you know, it, it was one of them. So I, I was dating this um, girl, and I broke up with her because she was um, at this time. Me coming from Georgia, going to New York, you know, I never was able to cut school. This, this, I could cut school anytime. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is great. And this, this, the girl I dated, she was so smart. She went to one of those, um, those top, um, Catholic schools. She was a very smart girl. Um, and she's even doing big things now, um, when I see her. But the, the problem was she was wanting to cut schools to be with me. You know, her thing was like, oh, you know, I, I you know, I got to be with my man and all that stuff. And I was like, yo, you don't have to do that. So it was really me, my way of me breaking up with her so she could be able to stop and concentrate on what she's doing because she got offered to go to one of those top schools. And I'm like, you're going to mess it up if you continue on just trying to hang out with me yeah. when I'm not going to school and stuff like that. Because not saying I didn't have a, I, I, I wasn't doing anything with my life, but I was pretty much, I, I wasn't in the position she was at. And I know if I was in that position, I'm taking it more serious. Um, and then the, the, then I already knew her friend way before. So if for some reason me and her friend got even closer than after that, and then it was more of a quiet situation and um, we kept it from her friend. And then I was like, you know what? I think we should tell her. And she was like, no, that would break her heart. Cause she still talks about you. I was like, then, you know, you can't be trusted. Yeah. What kind so, of friend are you? Yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> I, I, from that point I like, yo, then Dick, Yes, it was on me because it was my fault. I shouldn't have been dating her friend. But then on the other end, I'm also the one who said that we should go out and say something. And yeah. she decided not to. So I had to break it off with her. But then she, her situation ended up becoming a long term, not really stalkerish. But every time I was single, she always tried to come back around. So wow. it was a it, it, it was a um, funny thing with that one. But whatever. Very interesting. No, I don't think, like, from what I can really, really recall, because, like, most of my relationships have always been really long-term, so there hasn't really been Mine much, too, yeah. but um, there was one guy, like, that I, I had to end things with him, and it was it was really, it sucked because it's so funny, like, we met so randomly, like, in the city, at, like, it was like a movie, like, in a coffee shop, it was just like, oh. the, yeah, <laughs> and we just had, like, this great conversation, and we actually really hit it off, like, I've never really had a connection with somebody where I was like, like, this person's, like, amazing, like, I, we could spend hours with each other talking, I really look forward to, see, you know, being in his company and, like, hanging out with him, and then but his situation was so sticky it was so weird because he didn't tell me that he was married and getting a divorce in the middle of getting a divorce until yeah, we had gone it. out on a couple of dates and then he drops the bomb on me and i'm like oh, that was wow. a test yeah huh? he was testing you he was seeing if it was worth it but i have a real strict thing when i come when it comes to like married men i'm like i don't really play with that because 
that's a lot of stuff that comes with it and it's not so easy just to walk away from a marriage and i feel like if you're this married like you should work out that marriage like however you can um so i was really like taken back from it because i was like wow that's a big thing that you help with help for me you don't even know me you didn't even run it by me to see if i was even okay with it you know like we formed this connection with each other and then for, so I kind of like fell back a little bit because I'm like, I really don't really want to get involved with that. I don't want somebody's wife calling me in the middle of the night talking about I ruined their relationship. Mm-hmm. I messed up their Call marriage. Call you a homewrecker. Ex- a homewrecker. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's never the guy's fault. No, no, it's no. It's always no. the female's fault. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, so he really to the point that like he came with me to, like with his divorce papers. He was like, it's done. Like she has, she has the condo. She has everything. Like I'm free. So I'm like, okay, now we could, now we can move on. But it's so, it's so crazy because like, I look back on it and like a lot of my friends, like they've met him before. Like some of my family have met him and they love him. Oh they're like, God, he's that makes such it so an, much harder. Exactly. They're like, he's such an amazing man. And even him, like he has like, he loves love. Like that's just his thing. And he's just like, I would remarry. But with him, it, it kind of came into play when, you know, we had a discussion when it came to family and he wants this. He comes from a big family. He wants all these children. And I'm like, like that, that's not, that's not for me. He doesn't oh, have any okay. kids, him and his wife. I, I, I think like from what he told me, the whole point of them separating was that she wanted to live this life where I don't want children. I want to travel the world and I don't see, she's one of those females that like, I don't see myself ever having children. Yeah. And it wasn't, I guess it wasn't fair because, you know, he's just like, you knew going into this marriage, this is what I want. And that was kind of like the separation for them. So I was like, it will be really unfair for me to continue this relationship with him, um, knowing that he's a good man. And, you know, and I'm like, damn, I don't really want to walk away from him. Like, he's just amazing. But I, I have to let him go to find someone who can match that for him. Yeah. And who can offer that and give him what he needs because he wants this big family and I just I think he should do it with someone that has a clean slate and you know like it's just you know that they can experience their first together so walking away from that was very hard we actually still maintain a really good friendship to this day um he hits me up like on holidays birthday he's the first one to to you mm-hmm. know hit me up but that was I would have to say that was one of the hardest relationships that I had to walk away from but it was the most mature like I found I was really proud of myself because I was like wow like Mm-hmm. I could really, even though like it hurt me and e- even seeing him now, cause like if, if I see him on social media, I was like, what if I see him on social media with his girlfriend and, yeah. and she's like, you know, how would I handle that? But I'm so proud of him. I'm just like, I, I encourage him. But and that's, that to me is a form of respect that yeah. you guys have found towards each other. And that's how you've been able to maintain a friendship. Yeah. The only way that you can maintain a friendship with an ex mm-hmm. or with someone you used to date is when you both understand where each other s- lies yeah one and two when you're when you both can respect each other and what you're trying to do yeah so if one party is trying to move on because of xyz then you need to respect that and then you can maintain a friendship yeah. if you don't agree with the person moving on you're just gonna it's just gonna become toxic yeah of course. because you're you're clearly stuck in 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 a space where you're not gonna let the person go to to let them meet their needs yeah so that's where it's different you know and that's why i've been able to maintain friendships with you know 
people that I've dated before or whatever. They not, they're not all the closest yeah. friendships or whatever, but that's what matters to me at least. Yeah. And from what I've seen in other people that I've been in the same situation, it comes down to that. It's like if we grow apart and you can respect when I've moved on yeah. and you can respect the person that I am now with, mm-hmm. then that's a real friendship. Yeah. If you can't do that, then it's not. I mean. Wait, man, let's, let's rewind that. You, you, I only approve Corey. You got other people? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael, bring them on the podcast. <laughs> All right, so let's go on to, let's, then this, now let's talk about closure when it dealing with breakups. Nope, nope, not at all. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> so clearly, everybody see that shade feels like closure is not needed. I feel that closure is definitely needed um, when dealing with certain heartbreaks because that gives you a chance to heal. So to me, closure is like a it's like a Band-Aid, okay? So you have this wound, which is your heartbreak, okay? Oh That's a deep cut. You put Band- a Band-Aid over Band-Aid. it, the Band-Aid will heal that wound. The, the Band-Aid will heal, um, heal that wound a lot faster than just letting it, you know, heal on its own. And then also the Band-Aid can, um, will block it from actually um, that wound opening up again. So that's why I say closure is very important because some people, when dealing with breakups, let's be real, some people don't tell the people the real truth on why they're breaking up. They don't tell them that because they, they it's a fear of, of hurting the other person. They don't really want to tell them the reason why they don't want to be with them. Um, Sometimes um, the person who needs the closure just needs to know, like, okay, is it just me? Because that's what a lot of people want to know. So... For me, going well, let me talk about my closure when I alluded to the, the when I was talking about my ex when she broke up with me. How I ended up getting the closure, it wasn't the the ideal way. Okay, so I called her, and that was my fault because I should have ne- I should have just like I didn't talk to her for like a few months, and I called her. I was like, you know what? Let's just see how it is because I did want to try to start, um keep a friendship with her because that's how we started out. We started as friends, so I called her. And I know her very well. She never let anybody pick up her phone. Her next, her her, her new boyfriend picked up the phone. Ooh. So I was like, what? And he was like, oh, no, nah, she's not here. He never, he wasn't rude about it or anything. And I was like, okay. But then I was like, wait a minute, hold up. She never lets anybody pick up the phone. Okay. So I called back again. And I was like, then she picked up. And I was like, yo, that's really disrespectful. Like, how could you do that to me of all people? Mm-hmm. Because... We all know that I never disrespect you in that way. I would never have done that. Yeah. And you did that to me. But from that point on, it was like, you know what? That was your way of just telling me just like, okay, you got to move on. Yeah. And I, that's how I looked at it. And then I was able to move on. And, but I, it bothered me that whole night. And then I spoke to my boy D and D was like, yo, you, you already know what it is. Yeah. So, and then it wasn't the way I wanted it, but. You know, it helped me move on, and but then it also helped me uh, um, evaluate. I was like, I'm not going to treat every woman. I'm not going to treat a woman bad because of this situation. Now I know what I need to do. Yeah. So, and I and I and for me, I feel like I became a better person because of that. 
and now like even now like we don't talk about it obviously but we are friends i i, I don't bring up that situation there's mm-hmm. no reason to bring it up because i'm like the, the closure was already done yeah you know so that's why closure is important so the closure you got was another dude picking up the phone and that was what you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes yes and, and it wasn't the way that we we and then after like talking to her and she was like no but you know this and that what i, I don't remember the exact words what she was saying but i was like I, but i i hung up the phone because i was already upset oh, uh, yeah, and then and then i was like you know what i you you gotta you gotta move on because obviously it's not gonna work yeah. even as just being as friend i wasn't looking at like okay i'm trying to get you back i was just literally just checking up on you and look what happened but so. that's like closure is what you make it so to to him his closure was basically seeing it in black and white yeah and and that's how he saw it in black and white that's how he was able to close out a situation and that's why even when you know she tried to reach out to like say like she probably realized like you know what that was messed up like there was no point of me doing that you know he was already in a state where he was just like no that was it for me Mm -hmm. and that's what i that's what i mean by i believe in fate and i believe in when you're going through hard times there's for lack of better words there's like signs there right there's and, and I'm not talking about faithful signs. I'm talking about, like, legit signs that are telling you mm-hmm. what you sh- where you should go or what you should do, even though your heart is telling you to do something different. Yeah. Um, I'm a very logical person, so I that's how I draw it out. When I'm in a sticky situation where I don't know whether I'm supposed to go left or whether I'm supposed to go right, yeah. I literally think about it the most logical ways as possible. Knowing I have feelings, knowing I have a heart, yeah. but understanding that, okay, how is this benefiting me in the long run? Mm-hmm. So for me, my closure, you know, comes from thinking things out through, literally analyzing like the last two months yeah. or whatever, you know, however long it's been. And, and, and sometimes communicating with the person that you're trying to see closure with and just putting it all on the table, being honest, a hundred percent honest. That's the closure that most people need yeah. is the honesty part. Once you're both honest with each other, it's easy to move on. So if you've already done the honesty thing when it originally ended, then you had your closure. You don't no, need to find people, more closure. No, some people need that extra closure because they can't come to terms that it's not, it's over. That is true. That is true. <laughs> but also, but she, that she is true. It, if it's not, if it's, if it's not, People just, some people, it's hard for them to move on because things, the way things ended. Mm-hmm. Like, if it just ended, it if you just call the guy like, yo, listen, it's over, like, this this and this I can't deal with. And he was like, yo, but, what, what? and then you're like, all right, that's it. It's, it's over. You're not trying to explain yourself. So that's See, what it well, is. Not being okay, honest. Just, you're being disrespectful then because, like, if. If you sit, if a person tells you like, listen, I don't want to be with you anymore. With me, you have to, you have to lay it down for me. You have to go through everything. Why you don't want to be with me? But that's your closure. <laughs> but we're having this conversation during the breakup. But that's but your that's way. Of, your that's closure. your way of closure. Yeah, you're the kind because of because he's not like, changing his mind. Place it with the with the whole fact that it's over, and they're like, no, I need to sit down with this person. I need to have closure because it's not sitting right with me. But that's probably because the person that they're with 
hasn't given them the answer that they need. Mm -hmm. You're the kind of person who demands those answers right when the then. breakup is yeah, happening. Exactly, because I don't want to see your face after. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're like you're basically like the hit it and quit it type of person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you're like you <laughs> you want to be on the real. Like what is yeah, this going to be? Exactly. And that's why going back to the relationship that I was talking about, that's why it was so shocking and so limbo. Mm -hmm. Because this isn't what we talked about though. Yeah. And I know I was honest and I said, I know I was one of the ones that said, like, if we don't separate now, we're yeah. going to hurt each other. Because I was already like thinking about like distance, right? Then like after that, then when you guys had separated, maybe you should probably distance yourself. Yes, but that was so difficult because we were so with we were socially in yeah, the, we're in, we were in the, the same, same circle. So it was hard to do that. Yeah. Right. But that's why, yes, a lot of the times if you, if you have thought something out and you have decided this, I cannot be in this relationship any longer, yeah. which I have done in the past. There have been times when I have decided I cannot be in this relationship any longer. Yeah. Not now, not later, not in the future. This person is not for me. Yeah. Right. And it may not have been anything that the person did. It's me mm -hmm. realizing that this is not forever. Yeah. I would always tell myself, what's the sense in prolonging something that I know in the long run is not going to work out? Yeah. So when I would call it quits, I would call it quits. Mm -hmm. And I would I would explain like, you know, or I would at least try to explain like, you know what? This is this isn't working out. I'm not I'm not feeling the same way. Yeah. As much as it hurts. And it was as just as hurtful for me as it was for the other person, because at the end of the day, you care for the person. Mm -hmm. If you want to do things right. You're going to care for the person. That's why you're breaking up with the person. Like you said, yeah. you felt so mature and like, you know, so good about yourself when you decided to let this person go. That's how I would do it. Yeah. So I don't need closure after that. I That's never needed yeah, closure after you, that. You, you put everything out on the table. Like I explained to you, this is exactly why we can't be together. Now, if you're still dealing with that after that, and I understand, and then that's for us, in order for us to have a good friendship, we had to distance ourselves because agreed it was it was a lot of emotional in there yes. it was a lot of sexual tension it was just a lot of things it was like yep. if, if we're gonna completely part ways and later on in the future if we can have a friendship then then it can blossom from there a hundred percent i'm like like you like you once I'm, where I'm done out of that relationship i'm not going back to it right and but there's some relationships that are not like that for yeah. him it was like wait is this really like happening like we didn't even have a conversation about why it was even really legit ending. Yeah. So that's different. That's when you need closure. Have you guys ever heard about the monkey bar um, theory in relationships? No. This is some, first of all, this is something Corey came up with, I think, in his <laughs> head. Because he told me about this like way back in the day. Um, but this is one of Corey's things. The monkey bar game. When men do this a lot. They will not let go of a past relationship until they have certainty that a new one is going to start. Mm. And that is why towards the end of relationships, men cheat mm. because they are not capable of being alone. One. And two, who's to say if I break up with this girl now that I'm going to find somebody else. So I'm not going to let go of this other bar until I have my hands on this other bar and I can swing onto it. Yeah. That's the monkey bar.
So that's when people need closure because the poor girl is sitting there dumbfounded like what the hell's going on and then three months later she finds out oh you got another girl yeah yeah also you have been planning this mm-hmm. exit for some time now yeah that, that's that why it happens like that all the that time that tends to happen it's a lot it's so common it's so common that may you may not be everybody's situation but yeah. a lot of the times when a relationship ends and another one starts right after best believe it was in the works oh yeah, yeah before definitely. it actually ended exactly and so because you're not going to tell is. me fate magically just brought this beautiful girl into, into <laughs> your lap. And yeah. all of a sudden, uh, it's working out, right? You guys are in love. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then other times it's just about, again, there's fear that you're not going to find somebody else. Yeah. And so you're left with these unanswered questions. Like, wait, are we really broken up? Or are is this a break? Yeah. Or is this a, because some people end relationships in an angry way. Mm-hmm. And it's probably those relationships where you've broken up like 10 times already. So the word breakup means nothing to you because two days later you're back together. (laughs) So you need closure in those situations because you're not going to ever understand what breakup really means until Mm -hmm. someone, either you or the other person says, no, I'm legit done. Yeah. And you're going to see that when we never get back together Mm -hmm. again. You know, like my boy, um, my my boy, um, his ex, it's been whew, shit, maybe eight, nine years since they've been broken up. And she's still not over him. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, and I told him, I was like, bro, the reason why she's not over you, because you you never gave her that closure that you wanted. Now, this was the same guy who was talking to another friend of mine's, and he gave her that closure for her to be able to finally move on. Okay. okay? But he, because this relationship wasn't ideal for him, it wasn't the best for him and stuff like that. And he was like, I don't care. She's crazy. And I was like, no, I was like, you may think she's crazy because she still mentions it. Yeah. She still can't get over it. Even though she has another child, even though she's with someone else, it's still hard for her to get over you yeah. because that chapter was never fully written. It, it, she never closed the chapter. So it's like a cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's so important. That's why some some people bring in baggage in a, in, in new relationships. Why they can't get why why it's like oh the last person did this so you know because they officially haven't never really got the closure that they wanted that those wounds wasn't healed. So that's why I feel like it's very important because when you bring it in, you know it, it can mess up your next relationship and then. You, you're going to be feeling the same exact way. Yeah. And you're going to think it's just, this is just everything about men or women. But that's so. why if you're, if you're really deep into the relationship, like if you really like, you know, like felt real, real in love with the person, then yeah, a lot of the times you need that final conversation. Yeah. I'm not even going to say closure. You need that final conversation to like, let you know, like, okay, it's done. But I'm also the kind of person that if it's if it's done, it's done. I don't have to talk to you ever again. Yeah. And I'll be I'll be fine. I'll mm-hmm. be tootling around down the street doing my own <laughs> thing. Like, all right. I'm 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 strong in that sense, yeah. right? So I'm pretty sure people in the past have been like, yo, like you're some like OD strong type of person. Like, how are you dealing with all of this stuff? And I'm like, I mean, I deal with it the best way that I can. Yeah. If I'm gonna cry in the shower exactly. for an hour, I'm gonna cry in the shower for an hour. But while I'm crying, I'm telling myself, this too shall pass. Yes. 
this is temporary. Mm-hmm. You're the the pain that you're feeling now is not gonna last forever. You need to go do this. You need to try to you know do that. You start a new hobby. Like focus yeah. on yourself. Do the things that you couldn't do when you were in the situation. Regardless of whether it was I was the one breaking up with the person or I was the one being broken up with. Yeah. Regardless of the situation, like sometimes it takes certain people longer to let go of certain things than others. Yeah. And that's that's real because. You know, then there's, you have the cycles out there who make your life miserable. They they don't want to see you go. And yeah, it's like listen, they become possessive. I, we, I know become, friends now that I know they break up. Uh, they break up with they, they spouse, then, then it's, it's all hell. Like, that <laughs> yeah. person is not going to be willing to let them go. But that's that that's the cycle ones. Those are the ones like, nah, no, no, no way I'm not letting you go. No, I got to yeah, be is, with this you. Is, this is what my ex became, the cycle. Wow. So that it's was scary. Like, I've never experienced anything like that. Oh, you, no. You this dude, God. I remember one of the last things that really made me, like, realize, like, I need this person out of my life for good. He showed up at, I was, um, he showed up at my, my mom's building and was, like, demanding that I come downstairs because he found out that I had spent the day with some other dude. And he was, like, demanding that I come downstairs now, that he needs to talk to me, alligator tears and all, honking the horn outside, the whole block of hearing. Mm-hmm. That's how crazy this dude became. Mind you, you're now in a new relationship. Yeah, why you didn't get off? Like, get out of my block. <laughs> Go get your girlfriend. <laughs> you and crazy. I'm pretty sure after he did that whole fiasco uh-huh. and realized I'm not coming downstairs, yeah. you, like, you're bugging out. He probably went to, to the to the house, to the house <laughs> exactly. and was like, you know what? Let me. She's gonna she's gonna like me. She's gonna take care of me. <laughs> She'll I just like me. That conversation, like, hey, what did you do? I mean, nothing. I just went around the block. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of it. Yeah. I'm sure of it. But you know, it's those type of things when you realize, like, damn, this really is not for me. Yeah. I really have to like cut this, like, r- legit, like, yeah. block this person. Off of every type of social media, off my Jeez. phone, change your number if you have to. Yeah. And that's what's hard for some people to do because in that time space, a lot of people would think, oh, they're still in love with me. I still have a chance. Let me feed into this. Let me go downstairs. Mm-hmm. Let me hear him cry. Let him cry on my shoulder. Yeah. Let him apologize for everything he did because two days later he's gonna be doing the same thing again. Believe exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. Because obviously something's not working right in this person's head. Mm-hmm. But um, that's why the closure is needed. And sometimes you have to force the closure in on some people. And sometimes people you, you did it when you broke up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends. That's but why. But it's, it's she, definitely needed. It. Whether it happens at the breakup time or whether it happens two months later or whether it happens. I'm, I don't know. This case, nine years later, that I'm kind telling of you, Shay, I'm telling you, it. they're going to come back. You're going to have all those little heartbreakers you had them, bro. <laughs> they're going to come back. They're like, yo, you know what? Like, I'm married. I got three kids now, but I still don't understand why you broke up with me. I'm going to put my business card there. Like, just there you go. There's your closure. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when they're like, you're the one that got away, really, though. Yep. That's, no, how, that, that's, that's how it happens. That's thing how that, people end yeah, up with the, the one that, that yeah, got, away got away because they never mm-hmm. had those final conversations. See, that's the closure. That's the closure that people be looking for. This is what you're chasing. You're chasing for like, oh, I want to just have this one last conversation, <laughs> and hopes that this person is gonna change their mind and like, oh, we're together um, again. 
Sometime. Sometime. I don't know about that one. But, so, but yeah, some people may expect that. But I think when you hit a certain age, like you said, how you re- mature in relationships, I think when you hit a certain age, I don't know if anyone of you have, have ever been through this, but you hit a certain age where things just change for you mentally. Yeah. You, you, you mature in a different way and you do think about past relationships and you do start realizing like, damn, I wasn't too perfect in that relationship. Yeah. Or you know what? Damn, I was kind of mean. That it, was wrong of it's, me. It's always good time to and reflect. Those, on are, the- those are good times to reflect. And that may mean reaching out to a former you know, relationship and saying like, yo, so what really did happen? Because we, we just kind of like went our separate ways. And, and now I'm like, I'm growing and I'm thinking about things that I'm still doing now. And I want to change. And that's when those conversations. There's a five steps to, 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 um, th- when dealing a break breakup and the fifth step is closure. You need <laughs> there it. You go. So He's basically, to get there. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, episode one, season, uh, uh, season two, Obviously, I um, was kicked off with a bang. We brought, talked about breakup and closure. Now, check um, check out episode two with me and Shay. And we're going to be talking about being single and one-night stands. So, gotcha. I need everybody to tune in, all right? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Mike's Perspective. We're going to catch you on the next one. Peace. Subscribe to Mike's Perspective on whatever listening device you're listening to. This episode can be either on Spotify, Anchor, Google, or Apple Podcasts. Remember to follow the podcast on Instagram at mikes.perspective. If you have any suggestions, email us at mikesperspective2020 at gmail.com. Once again, that is mikesperspective2020 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you. Peace.